about watching that television show I taped yesterday? Welcome to another episode of Do You Remember Robotech? No bits this time, because I don't feel like it. And know who this is when I say me? It's me, Shane. And who's that? Oh, hi. Who who are you? Get out of here. Uh, uh, Should I introduce myself before I leave? Yeah. Introduce Uh, yourself and make a podcast with me before you leave. uh, All right. Hey, I'm Manny. I'm going to make a podcast with Shane, apparently. Yeah, cool. We're going to cover episode 23 of Macross and Robotech today. Boy, howdy. But first, banter. What have you been watching? I remember you said on some other episode you're going to be watching Gundam Seed. And you've definitely started doing that, right? That That is a mission that has failed spectacularly. You know, what uh, is really funny about that to me, Manny, is that a lot of the times, or at least it was me being like, hey, have you watched this thing yet? Have you watched this thing yet? You know, like when we were going to watch Gundam 00, and, and you know, for years, just you just wouldn't. And and then it's now I see that the same thing has happened. But instead of me asking if you've watched it yet, it's you asking yourself if you've watched it yet. And you're still not able to do it. And the answer is still no. I yeah. You know what? Uh, after this podcast recording, uh, we're probably going to play some, some PS3 games, PS1 games. I don't know. But then after yeah. that, then after that, then I'm going to see that episode one again. I was about to say, I was going to cut, cut you off. And you were like, we're going to watch some Gundam Seed together after this. Oh, no, and I was no. be like, fuck no. I, I, would, I would put you through that. Not. You've <laughs> just been through the ringer with Final Fantasy VII. I'm not going to do that to you. Oh, boy. I don't want to like start thinking if the low lows of Final Fantasy VII are worse than the low lows of Seed. Uh, definitely re- remake easily better than than like um, On the Way to a Smile. Uh, that that one's dreadful. Okay, we, no, you're right. Can't, I can't. We can't do it. No one wants to hear it. I wasn't doing it. You did it all yourself. I know. I know. I know. I know. It was me. It was me. First uh, thought experiment. But most most Final Fantasy seven stuff easily better than, than Seed. I'll say that. Okay. All right. Uh, you know, maybe that new movie will turn things around. Yeah. Um, not, well, not a chance. Not a I, chance. You did watch uh, Gundam Witch from Mercury uh, very very fast. I didn't even have time to catch up. Uh, yeah, I'm done with that. That was good. That was good. Uh, that's, uh, you know, I, I was told there was going to be space lesbians in that show, and I was I was not lied to. Uh, cool. That was, that was fun. They, they're a real fun uh, couple of characters there. Uh, what's what's your overall impression of the show without spoiling too much for, for me or the audience? Mostly. Uh, it, it, is, it is fun, and it is... Uh, I think it is the most engaging Gundam show that I that I've watched. Like it keeps you, they they mastered the art of of uh, a cliffhanger that like doesn't like leave you. Uh, I want to say I want to say blue balled, right? Like they still yeah. give you enough to be satisfied, but you 
super want to come back for the next episode. Yeah, I think the other like engaging one is probably Gundam Double O, right? That's the next one. Uh, yes, that was that was very very good stuff. I remember uh, watching that week to week, and and there's some real nail biters there. I remember watching that exclusively in your bed back to back for seven hours straight. <laughs> Um, that, that was also a good time. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, I was uh, not on my bed at the time. It was just you in the bed. Coward, you should have said me. I was, I was going to say something. I, was, I stopped myself. <laughs> I was on my chair. You were on my bed. Uh, it, was, it, was, uh, it was a good time. It's very true. It's very true. It was fun. I, yeah, I, I, Gundam, like, I, you know, we like Gundam a lot here. Not something I would always call engaging in that way. Like, first Gundam, I think, is a great show. I think it's kind of hard to watch if you're a, a low attention person, uh, like I occasionally am. You know? Yeah, yeah. I like the English dub of that show. I think is really good and, and helped me get get through it. Um, and I, I just don't like Zeta generally for other reasons, but it is also a very not engaging show. And like the appeal to go from one episode to the next. Oh, I feel like like in terms of, of like just keeping you hooked. G Witch is the opposite of Zeta. <laughs> it like it just like you're like oh I need that next episode right now and like oh man when when I think it was like episode seven or eight and and I would I would watch the uh, the ending theme and then like the little tiny preview for the next episode and and when that title drop for Shall We Gundam that's dropped good. man yeah. that's such a good t- episode title is Shall We Gundam better than Coming Boon for the Boom Boongers? Uh, that was on the poster, right? Okay, yeah, I, I know it's not the same thing, but similar vibe. Uh, yes, there, there's no boom coming over there in, in G Witch, though. Yeah, I hope that show's good. Hope uh, I'm excited to see the first episode of that when King Oger is good. King King Oger, by the way, great show. If you're like at all interested in any Sentai stuff, uh, like er, any Toku stuff, I should say, you should watch King Oger. Yeah, that uh, one's almost uh, done I mean, too. Like episode 45 just came out, I think. Yeah, it's it's solid like the whole way through. You know, obviously like some some ups and downs, but like uh, amazing casts, just fun episodes, a great like interactions. Uh it looks extremely fun to look at. You know, I, I don't want to say it looks great cuz like it's doing some questionable CG stuff, but I think it's just fun. So, yeah, it's it's awesome. I'm excited to see it, you know, the the conclusion, but I'm also going to be sad to see it go away. Um and I'm going to be if the next episode of, or I guess the first episode of the new show comes out and it's like, oh, here's another regular Sentai show, which I guess they haven't done for quite a bit. Uh, they, they've been uh, kind of pushing the boundaries for a while. But if it's like that, I'm, I'm going to have my soul weep out of my chest. I'm going to be so sad. I mean, they're, they're going to run out of creativity at some point. They're, they're, yeah. They've been, they've been on, on a roll, right? Yeah, yeah, I think, let's see, so it was uh, Dawn Brothers people loved, Zenkaijers people really liked. I think it was the, the Diamond one before that, which people had pretty good things. Kira Major, Kira Major uh, yeah. about that one. Yeah, people seem to, to have good things about that. So that's, you know, like three, three, uh, I mean, well, King Ojo 4, pretty strong ones back to back there. Are so, yeah, maybe, we, we going to go five for five? Hmm. Yeah, maybe that means we'll have a good fucking common Rider season for once. That's not going to happen. No. Oh, well. Anyway. Um, yeah, let's get into the show. Uh, oh, yeah. No uh, uh, what we, we're doing standing ovation. Ah, you said it before I did. Yeah. Now the class have to go there. Wow. Okay. Okay. Uh, put like, put like, uh, the, the clapping sound effect from the uh, episode. 
Uh, okay. Editing Shane, do that. I'm like, well, look, I'll, I'll cut it out for you. I'll just put paste it for you. You can just Thanks. drop it. Thank you. Yep, standing ovation. So this one is uh, a little bit of a... Uh, I, I was trying to think something good for one part of the episode, and uh, this is kind of the, the best I could come up with. Uh, so it's a little bit of a reach, but, you know, it's a, it's a good guy. I really like this um, like arc quite a bit where we're dealing with this fella. I feel like Jojo powers, like in general, like you could just say, oh, it's kind of a reach. Just, just like the power itself. Like, yeah, so sure. That's, you know, I, I, uh, that's what I think you're referring to when you say it's kind of a reach. I'm a guy that loves long arms, so I'm happy to see all that reaching. Yeah, give me some yoga. Um, yeah, so this is, uh, this is the sky here. What do uh, you. Do I, do I have permission to scroll down? Yeah, scroll, scroll down. You're, okay, you're ready, you. ready to scroll? Audience, as always, you have permission to take a look at these uh, three pictures here. Um, so the, the one in the top left is uh, a, a character with uh, the, the stand kind of behind him there. And you kind of get a better picture of the stand from the one in the uh, top right there. What, what, do you, what does this guy look like? Uh, he looks like a dalsum. He looks like a little tiny dalsum from Street ball? Fighter. He doesn't have long arms. Uh, the, you know, they look like they stretch out, but like he's got like the, the, the thin gangly body of a dalsum. He's got like the, uh, the torn shorts of a dalsum. He's got like the, the, the red paint on top of the head that dalsum has. This guy's a dalsum. This guy's a robot dalsum. Okay. What, what are some of the non dalsum elements of his body? Uh, so he's, he's different color in the two images. On one of them, he's kind of like a metallic color. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And on the other, he's just, he's just like a, like an ugly beige brown type color. Uh, like like think of the word station wagon, and that's the color this guy is. Uh, he also has a cool little jaw thing, huh? Yes, that was that was coming up next. He's got like a a jaw thing with with uh, uh, ear holes, like mechanical mechanical looking ear holes. Uh, and the, the jaw has like the the, the metal jaw has. Like shark teeth coming out of it, big, yeah. Big old pointy teeth. That's scary. Yeah, I don't. I don't like this guy. Uh, so uh, what, what, he crawls on on people's backs. I see him doing it with like two people here. Yeah, yeah, that's his thing. He's crawling on people's backs with two separate people too. Yeah. So uh, technically, uh, the guy on the bottom is the user, but you might also say the user is is the guy on top too. Pretty weird, huh? Pretty pretty you're, strange. You're, you're blowing my mind here, man. This is this is shattering everything I know about JoJo's. Yeah, uh, because yeah, norm- and so um, what what do you think this guy's deal is, Manny? What's this guy's deal? Um, if you're trying to relate it to the episode in some tangential way, is is there like a does does he make you switch sides, like mid fight or something? Okay, you're you, you've got the thing I was going for, um, and unfortunately, it's not so direct. But it, but it is it is kind of tangentially related to that idea, both of of, of sides and like kind of um, you know, not being on the side you would expect in in a few different ways. You think? Oh, that that's too cryptic for me to yeah, do. Yeah, I know. Like. Uh, all right. Well, I'll say there, there's kind of two parts here. I'll just give you this first part. 
uh, for for free. Okay, mm-hmm. so normally stands are on on are like controlled by the user. You know, uh, last time I think we, we talked about Dragon Stream, and that guy was kind of unusual because he was a neutral to the user. He kind of gave advice uh, freely to his opponent as well about how he worked, mm-hmm. and like gave the same information. This guy is actively hostile to its user. And in fact, um, has over the course of, of an episode, kills his user on the bottom and transfers to the user on the top. Uh, that doesn't seem like they should, should be allowed. <laughs> I mean, they don't, they don't like it that it's happening to them. I mean, uh, I, I hope not. Um, does, does, the, does the new user like, benefit from this relationship? Or nope, is it like, nope. like a... Yeah, okay. it is, it's a horrible. So. I mean, look at that guy's face on the front. That does not look like a guy who's benefited. Uh, one, one other. This, oh, I, I really, I should have put it in the the, the uh, pictures here. Um, this episode gets adapted into the live action version of uh, the Spoke Rohan. Uh, I forget his last name, uh, but the Spoke Rohan, and they got just like a regular guy to be this the stand. So just like a dude on top of Rohan's back, like grabbing onto him like this. Is, is it like funny. a regular guy or like yeah. a little person? No, just regular, regular sized guy. Oh wow! Okay, uh, <laughs> it's really one funny. more question about yeah. about this guy. The person that like he he like moves into. Yes. Uh, did they already have a stand? And like, if so, what happened to it? It so it's um, irrelevant if they have a stand. In this case, the guy on top does. But it does not matter through the process of, of like getting. Uh, this no, no. What I'm saying is like, does this guy like technically have two stands? Is that a thing that happens? Yeah, he he technically has has two stands. If you count the relationship between him as like a, a stand that's user. But it could it, could this thing like not be a stand at all? It's just some separate kind nope. of being. That it's definitely a stand. That they think is a stand. I don't know. No, nope. no. It's a, there. There are th- there are weird non-stand things in JoJo. They're like ghosts, but this is definitely a stand. Spooky. Yeah, I think it, the explanation for why it's so fucked up is because like the the user, um, it's like your stands are built off of your psychic connection or like like you're based on your will, um, and so this guy's will is like so fucked up and he has so many problems that this thing is like actively killing him. Oh yeah, no, that's not good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I guess the question is how how do you think the 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 murder works or like how and how is like transferred like what causes. The, the transfer from uh, one thing to to another. Uh, getting getting on on their back. Does he does he bite like onto their neck or something with those teeth with that jaw? Well, I mean, he he, he like stays on their back. That that that's true. But he doesn't. He can't do anything directly from there. Something has to happen for for hit for the murder to take place and for him to be transferred. Oh, like, does he have to, like, it tear off body parts? Because he's gripping pretty no. hard, man. No, That's all no. I got. So, uh, so what, basically what happens, uh, I'll, I'll say you didn't get this one. I think you're on a, you're on a hot spree, too, for getting some of them. Um, if someone sees your back, you die, and then this guy goes on to whoever saw your back. Ah, oh, that's lame. That's lame. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. This is this is one of the worst things. You, you said, <laughs> one like, of the worst ones. Uh, one of the worst ones. It's uh, great. I say one of the lamest. No, man. It's really. It's a really good bit. Like because the main character has to like go like through the entire fucking city without anyone seeing your back, and it's really hard to do. I don't know if you ever you ever thought about it before. Like, like does, how hard does, it would be. Does uh, 
a clothed back count? Can you just wear yeah. a coat? Uh, no, if they see, because he'll like be on your clothed back, like you're back at all. If anyone sees like behind you. Uh, can you can you put like a coat over this guy? No, you I mean, can't like put nobody a coat can over see this it? guy. Definitely you could not. Totally put a coat over this guy. Come on. I mean, you you he he just like bite through it and then go go over it. Uh, you can't tear him off. They they try that and it does not work. Uh, they actually beat him with ghosts. I won't go into it more than that, but they beat him with the power of ghosts. Uh, you know what? No, this is this this is bad. <laughs> this is bad. I don't know. I don't know why you're saying it's good when it's bad. Don't it's a very like fun. It's a very fun episode with a lot of a lot of fun fun stuff. You never really think about it. Sometimes, what if what if an anime fight can be you're fighting against the guy who really wants people to see your back? And he's okay, like, so so this guy gets time. gets on your back, right? Yeah. How many trench coats would it take <laughs> for 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 the the grip effect to not take? Do you think? Um, like, what what if the guy had like ten trench coats on? You're right. I guess the main character does not ever try putting on 10 trench coats. Maybe that would work. Maybe he just has to live with 10 trench coats on for the rest of his life. No, I mean, like, cause it's, it's like preventative. Like it's, it's yeah. like, like the time he tries to get you, you've got those 10 trench coats on. So it, it moves on to another target, I guess. Oh no, it, it, it'll stay on you until like it's, it's off. It's also very heavy is the thing too. It, it sucks to hold. Uh, yeah, there's a whole bit in the beginning where where the initial user comes in and he's like hiding his back. The main character's like, "What's why is he doing that?" And he's like trying to trick him to seeing his back, and then he finally does it, and then he the, the guy dies and he gets his. Uh, oh yeah, I forgot to say his name. Uh, Cheap Trick. That's his name. Oh, that's like that's like the, the the yeah okay yeah whatever. I don't know. It's not good. It's not good. Okay. Well, a loser from me. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, thank thank you for allowing me to show it to you. Anyway. Let's move on to what we're here for, what the audience is, is truly here for. Macross and Robotech. Episode 23 of Macross. Drop out. Two words, drop out. Uh, yes, I believe. Okay. We catch up to Hikaru mid Minmei yell, and our boy's really kicking some butt. Kamajin is having his own Minmei-related problems, though. All his men want to find Minmei, too. He's so appalled by his men wanting to stop fighting that he starts team-killing them. It's chaos out there, man. Oh, hey, Hikaru's found Minmei. I'm sure they'll have a wonderful reunion. Oh, what's this? A soap opera moment, you say? When Hikaru actually finds his Minmei and Kaifu and kissing, OMG! Shaken by this disgusting cousin kissing, he runs off and solos a gaggle of battle pods in classic anime style. As he walks away, he misses Minmei being hella grossed out with a kiss. He just stayed there like 10 more seconds, man. The Blue Wind Gang, newly expanded to 26 members, have made their move and deserted, and this mass desertion so scares Pratai that he cancels the attack. Thanks, Blue Wind. After the battle, Hikaru is called in to cast a deciding vote on the Blue Wind matter. Should they stay, or should they go? It's like an episode of Star Trek in there. Bikar Misa argues that the Blue Wind Gang is just a bunch of fun, loving, chill dudes. Those two Republican colonels arguing against letting them stay or having none of it, though. These aliens have to go. They don't say to lock them up in cages and throw away the key, but it's implied. Don't worry, though. Marie Povich is here to save the day with genetic test results. Test results say these Zentradi are near-damn identical to humans. The two asshole colonels storm away as Captain Global does his not-the-daddy dance. What does that mean? Uh, you know, uh... On Mori, when they say you're not the father, the the guy does a dance. Oh, okay, I see. What what, what show do you say was that? Mori. Mori Povich. Yeah. 
Oh, I, I always think of the that other one uh, when I think of like not the father moments. Um, do you know what I'm talking about? Fuck. I, my, my lack of knowledge of trashy TV is, is damning me. Uh, I'll look it up while you're, you're doing my reading, and then I'll scream it and interrupt you. Uh, okay. Afterwards, uh, Misa and Hikaru were helping clean up at the Nyan Nyan Cafe. Now that Misa has met the Blue Wind Gang, she boldly declares she is no longer interested in Kaifun. Sorry, Misa, but these boys have their eyes on the Shammy Squad. Back to Hikaru, though, she tells him that he's got to kokuhaku to Minmei or she'll never know how he feels. Once again, Manny, I ask, what does that mean? Uh, it's the word they use in anime when when they want to confess their love. Is it is it just an anime? It's an anime thing. Oh, it's a Japanese thing. Okay, all right. I because I, I know like confession culture like is a real thing over there, right? Like that's yeah, yeah, yeah. How it is? Yeah, uh, and that, that's that's, that's called uh, kokuhaku. Okay, cool. Suddenly the battle crosses, but only a little bit. What a random battle scene that was. After the little battle. Misa petitions the captain for permission to go down to Earth and explain to UN headquarters they can win the war against Zentradi with K-pop and anime girls. Good luck, Misa. Everyone knows UN hates K-pop and anime girls. It's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, Obama said, like, anime one time in a speech. Remember that? Uh, no? What? Yeah. Like, he, he was talking about, like, Japanese exports, and one of the things that came up was anime. Uh, what, what anime do you think Obama has watched? None. Absolutely not. I mean, he's, I, think, he, I think he's a big uh, Precure guy. Well, he <laughs> he puts out a list of things he watches uh, like every year, like famously, and anime is not on there. No, he's just ashamed. I I, I suppose. Uh, I mean, I, I'd hope like he's in Baki. You know, he he just shows up in Baki, so you can watch <laughs> that. Uh, you know what? I'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna pretend that that Obama is one of our like twenty subscribers or whatever <laughs> that'd be awesome I, obama come on the show we i know we, we we disagree a lot politically but you know you still got that but it you know, we, we'll, we'll we'll still take you there well I'll, I'll 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 eat all of my political opinions that have you on the show <laughs> sorry <laughs> uh, okay you'll sell out for obama yeah sure i'll sell out for obama all right you know, li- listen listen it, it'll be I, I my, you know my political opinions mean a lot but also being able to go up to someone and be like yeah i had obama on my podcast also means a lot dig yeah yeah no i get you uh, fair. I, would be, Who, I would i would uh i would tell several people that i feel I really tell. bad about it afterward when i when i like read oh obama was totally for this this awful thing and he's like a nightmare war criminal i feel really bad but in the moment i don't know if i could stop myself from from chasing fame and doing like, the evil just, choice just, just tell yourself there's there's far worse war criminals out there. As far as war criminals go, you know this is like a diet. It's like a, a a war criminal zero over here. Right, right, absolutely. Okay. Uh, anyway, let's talk about Robotech. Go talk about Robotech. Oh, Robotech. Uh, episode twenty two. Uh, reckless. What are they, what are they talking about? Reckless. Who's reckless? Here? Jerry, Jerry Springer. Jerry Springer. That was it. That's what I was thinking uh, of. Uh, Jerry Springer is less not the daddy though. Uh, You're probably you know, right. Um, Jerry Springer is like ultra trashy compared to Mo. Like, like Maury is like like high class compared to Jerry Springer, right? Wow! Don't 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 you dare utter the the Maury's name. Uh, whatever, apparently, whatever. Yeah, apparently Jerry Springer was like a, a pretty cool politician at some point. 
And like he uh, won after. I feel, I feel getting, like he was a mayor somewhere or something. Yeah, it's in Cincinnati. I, I watched the. Um, I listened to a podcast about it. Like he he got into like a whole big sex scandal. Then he still won the election. I mean, pretty he's Springer, I guess. Yeah, yeah, make, makes sense. Episode twenty two of Rebel Tech wreck less. Uh, the stuff from last episode is still happening. A bunch of soft yet creepy Zentradi all talk about how cool humans are, and Chiron, in a fit of jealous rage, blows them up. Uh, nearby at the concert hall, Kyle starts macking on his cousin while Rick Hunter. You know what I'm doing there? Yeah. It's uh, like I, I made N- NTR capitalized. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Rick Hunter like watches N- from the sidelines. Like Netarare. You know, yeah. I put my own Japanese word in there. Uh, yes, you sure did. That's a Japanese <laughs> word. <laughs> you, you don't enjoy it? Uh, I, I you know I'm not entirely <laughs> sure of the the dictionary definition of that word. It's, it's like hucking, basically. Uh, I mean, man, you love that word. <laughs> well, I did, I chose a different word. All, all a, right, and NTR uh, is like the the little acronym for it. Netarar. Yes, but yes. Uh, now, but now that you see it there, Rick Hunter, you know, NTR, pretty good joke, huh? I mean. As far as jokes go, I'm I'm gonna allow it, but you're you're, you know, tut tut tut, buddy. All right, nice. Okay, nice. all right. Rick Hunter watches from the sidelines. What Rick doesn't see is that Minmay is actually only a cousin banging poser, and isn't a real life fan like the rest of us, and pulls away as Kyle leans in. Uh as uh as the news of defection reaches the main ship, Exodora brings up the force the Robotech Masters spoke of. I wonder. uh when this will actually, uh, for real, start mattering? This, are you implying that it's like going to start mattering like immediately the next episode? No, I, I mean at some point, surely they have to have like their lore come up. Uh, well, we'll see. Surely, Robotech Master. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be like, I don't, I don't know anything about Robotech past this point. I don't look up Robotech like plot twists and stuff. I don't even know if there are any of those. It's gonna be pretty funny. If, like these Robotech Masters, like never even like materialize and they show. have to they i they have to uh fearing the protoculture influence the zentradi pull back their troops the next day or so is it i feel like it's the exact same day really yeah because rick says oh i just got back in from combat now i'm here uh he the next that, day or so he's just said in robotech uh, maybe he doesn't say that in in Mac like Rob. he's literally still in his flight suit though he just hangs out in that okay all right you know i would too if i had a, a nice Sweet flight suit like that. Uh, the next day or so, Rick is called in for a special meeting regarding how to handle the defectors, as represented by Blue Wind. Uh, should, I, should I have done my, my trademark? Blue Wind! There. Yeah, we, they love it. Oh, uh, yeah, all right. As represented by Blue Wind, Rick is initially hesitant, but agrees pretty quickly to push for uh, the acceptance of the defectors. The scene then gets a bit confused about the script, and... Two military bootlickers walk out the door, demanding that the, the UN be informed of any decision. Uh, also, they, they did a DNA test on the Zentradi. Uh, they, got, they got human genes. Whoa. Whoa. Surprise. Big surprise. <laughs> These people that look like humans, they're, you know, they're humans. What? Really makes you think. Really makes you think. Uh, <sighs> I thought you said you used a different word. Well, I, I did use a different word, and then I used the same word. Okay. As mutual cuck friends, 
Rick and Lisa take a walk around the thoroughly boned Macross City before running into Minmay's uh, restaurant. You know, they just bump into the restaurant. Hey, restaurant, how you doing? Uh, they inform <laughs> the family about Kyle's injury and offer to watch over the restaurant in the meanwhile. Uh, in that in that scene, the first time, I thought they were like, this was going to like turn into uh, Rick and Lisa, like, Comically trying to run a restaurant, like j- like juggling ten orders at once. Oh, like in Tom Runner Kuga, yeah, or like in Fraser, yeah. Oh, like good good Fraser episode. So anxiety. <laughs> that episode gave me so much anxiety watching it. From but, you know, but I, it was I, very good, right? Like the, the, everything yes. about it was, yeah, yeah. I I was watching it with two people who have not worked in the uh, food service industry, and like that knowledge gives me pain. Um. To, to watch it. It's a great episode, though. Uh, good good stuff. Fridge is great. Uh, Lisa and Rick talk about recent events and romance. Lisa relates that Kyle is uh, turning her woke and then gives Rick some <laughs> advice to win over Minmay. Uh, a battle then crosses. Uh, you know... Yeah. You know, what? I don't like that they just had to include another battle at the end of this episode. I don't understand it. Like I'm, I'm really like whoever wrote this episode. I'm going to send them a strongly worded letter about that battle. Yeah, you know, uh, like sometimes this character relationship show has to sell toys and have a little, little little combat fight in it. Yeah, except they sold toys in the beginning. Like Some, the whole fucking five minutes of this episode. Sorry, maybe there's going to be like no fighting whatsoever next episode. So they read. I'm like, going to finish your your summary with okay. the last. Uh, two sentences here. Inspired by recent events, Lisa decides to try and go back to Earth to tell the UN about this Centrati gene stuff. So, uh, that, that'll happen. Yeah, it will. Uh, the end. Yep. Uh, good ups. Uh, I, I'm, I'm surprised that, that you used the word cuck. Yeah. You know, after, after bringing up NTR, you know, it's just going to have a broad vocabulary. You know, I'm going to challenge you to not use the word cuck next, uh, next episode. All right. I'll, I'll accept your challenge. I it's a challenge find... you'll fail. <laughs> I mean, just like, you know, Netarare friends is, is a lot harsher on the tongue. I'm sure you could, you could do something in, uh, similar to Hunter. You, you've got it. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll figure I, it I out. I believe in you. All right. I'll do it. Uh, what did you think of this episode, Ben? I think this episode was a lot of fluff, uh, but also kind of fun. Like, I, I, I kind of enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, uh, as always, the Blue Wind stuff is the best. Uh, yeah, it, it, was, it was great. Uh, when, uh, when they greeted Hikaru, uh, when he walked into the, the little inquiry there, and they're like, hey, how you doing? So funny. Uh, loved it. Loved it. <laughs> and, um, yeah, Hikaru's like, "Who? what the... What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> um, it's very, it's, it's quite, quite good. Um, uh, yeah, I uh, guess the, the other big thing that happens is like the, the Lisa uh, romance scene where they're, they're talking in the restaurant and that, 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 that stuff's good. You know, it's kind of a, advancing the, those plots along bit by bit. Uh, is she as explicit that she's over Kyle as Lisa, as Misa is with Kaifun? Um, I think so i think it's pretty similar don't quote me on that uh it, it was it was nothing like dynamic enough for me to be okay. I, 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 I watched that scene multiple times 
Yeah, I feel like she was a little bit more ambiguous in Robotech, but you know, don't quote me on that either. Come yeah. on, I don't know anything about it Robotech. Truly, does not matter. We we've already managed to hit on the scraps this episode. There's so little differences. This is maybe <laughs> one of like the smallest difference episodes I think we've seen. Uh, like there's it. there's a little difference towards the end, but that's it. Yeah, I mean, well, just just like generally, before we get into the the differences, um, like, what did you think of of the romance stuff? You know, like that that continuance of, of the triangle this episode. Uh, I think I think uh, they they really mm, I like I don't want to say they're like laying it on thick because it's because it's not, but I feel like I like you know like the term bonk bonk on the head. I uh, can picture that when you when you say it. Yeah. Okay. So maybe like this is like one bonk. Yeah. Instead of two bonk. Okay. So they, they need to just be careful about how much they're bonking. I mean. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, kind of how like Lisa bonks her head at the end of the episode. Just just one. That's that's what I need. Yeah. Um, uh, I think it's funny. It seems like, I guess the impression is that right now, neither of them are extremely aware that they, they actually do have feelings about each other. Is I guess, the impression. Um, I think Misa is a little bit aware. Yeah, it's. I, just, well, I like think she's he, more aware than 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 Hikaru. I'll, I'll say you that. see that, but there have been two times we see like, hey, here's what she's thinking about romantically, and one time is during the song, and she's thinking about Kyle, and yeah. then the other time is is here um, when she talks about it, and once again she's thinking about Kyle and also her her dead boyfriend, who once once again does not look anything like Kaifun. Like they 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 show him again in the flashbacks and I, I was just thinking like man that does not look like him that is not a guy that looks like your, your boyfriend at well, all I, I was specifically referring to the scene uh at the very end of the the romance conversation they had where the uh the sirens blare and he runs yeah. off and she stares at him silently for a little bit and then she bonks her head like hey no stop thinking that yeah uh, which uh they completely changed in the robot completely tech. changed that's yeah. the one difference in this episode I, and listen, you know, I, I love I love a head bonk, by the way. I just want to say that. I love an anime girl head bonk. Who among yeah. us, right, will we'll say it differently? If you're yeah, an anime head bonk hater, you're less than human. Yeah, don't, don't, you're not welcome here. Don't at us. Don't at me. Uh, they, uh, I guess we should, what the, the change is that, instead of that, um, which you're right, I think, I think it's obviously just romantic affection towards Hikaru. Um, but you know, still a little bit up in the air for her. I guess. Uh, I guess the kind of the point is that maybe she, this episode is finally when she does realize that, like, she's making, she's getting over yeah. this dickhead, and, and finally coming to terms. Like, maybe and, I'm. And then, you know, she's like, she just stares at him silently, you know, looking, and then bonks her head, like, no, stop thinking that. Yeah. And Robotech, instead of that silence, she's just talking about like, oh, when is this war gonna end? Oh, I'm like my dad, bonk bonk. <laughs> also, I, I do want to point out, not something her dad would say. I, I think her quote is like, the only thing that's going to end this is total destruction. Now I'm thinking like my dad, um, which her, his, her dad would be like, we got to murder all these dudes and that's good. It wouldn't be a bad thing. Nah, he he would be like those, those two colonels in that, in that meeting. Yes. She does not seem to understand her, her horrible little war crime father very much. Uh, so yeah, like another instance of them filling in silence when they yeah. didn't, don't need to. Uh-huh. Um, the ending is egregious. The ending is horrible with that. That is terrible with that. Oh man. 
Like it, it was perfect the way it was in Macross. Okay. Just that silence, that that camera zooming away from from uh, Misa to Hikaru. Yes. Very good. It, it's in neither of our summaries, but essentially after Misa says, "Hey, I'm going to go back to the ship, or go back to Earth to tell my my daddy about." Yeah, yeah. Like you know, they're like they're like crossing each other's path, but missing them, missing each other completely. Yeah, it's it's very well artistically done scene. Uh, the music's great. Um, the way it like turns into like a, a nice uh, like matte painting at the end is it, gorgeous, like in complete silence. Uh, in Robotech, they're just like fucking gabbing the whole time. It's stupid. Yeah, like oh. What does she think? Should I ask her out? I was going to ask her out. Where is she? Where is Misa? Lisa? Yeah. Ah, lame. Lame stuff. I feel like I'm just going to keep noticing every time they fill in that silence. Yeah. Um, Some some Robotech notes I have here. Uh, The narrator mentions that the Zentradis pillage and loot. Yes, that's my first note. uh, We're note buddies. And I'm going to say I have a cinema sense nitpick there. Definitely does not seem like something they would allow. Like you, you, we saw explicitly how fucked up they can get from one little bit of culture. There's no way they could just bring shit back. Uh, I feel like, I feel like there is no rule just because they, they haven't like brought any, any culture stuff back. Like maybe they've brought like weapons back or stuff like yeah. any weapons. Uh, and then we we you know that it kind of counts as looting when when that one uh, poetic Zentradi picked up the the broken Minmay doll. And well, yeah, but he, he was already a defector. Yeah, he was already right? a defector. But you know, yeah, maybe I'm I, I'm thinking that's what they based that that earlier line <laughs> on. Yeah, because it's, it's just very, such a random funny. thing for the narrator to say. Yeah, it just just absolutely makes makes no sense with the the lore of of the show. Um, I, I do think, uh, so when Rick is looking at, uh, the makeout happening, the cousin makeout, uh, there's a pretty, pretty good lines both ways in Robotech. He says, this is worse than that movie, yeah. <laughs> which is pretty good. I think in, in Macross, he says like, is this the movie? No, no. He says, uh, it's not a movie this time. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Uh, the the Robotech boardroom voices, like all the Republican colonels, as you said, they have really uh-huh. funny fucked up voices in Robotech. They do. I'll, I'll, I'll put them in uh, now. I fucking hate that one colonel with the sarcastic clap. That I, I hate sarcastic claps. Is what I'm trying to say. It's a oh. it's very very liberal thing to yes. do. Is a sarcastic clap. <laughs> we, we we'd get mad at Obama for doing it if we invited him in. I don't. I think Obama's better than a sarcastic. Clap. <laughs> That's why he won. That that's that's why he won because he was not doing that sarcastic clap stuff. Uh, about about this, I guess Trump will do a sarcastic clap clap once in a while, but like a, a really mean sarcastic clap. Uh, you know what? I'm pretty sure he does sarcastic claps like at least once a week. Yeah, yeah, easily. Um, uh, what are what are my notes here? Lisa. Uh, Lisa does not wait until they're out of the room to start shit talking them in Robotech. Another victim of the adding in audio to silence disease that Robotech has. Like mm-hmm. they're they're literally walking out, and Lisa's like, "Those guys are fools." <laughs> they're, we're, they're, those guys are going to give us problems in the in the next episode or something. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I think I think I've gone through my my whole notes there. So uh, bring them. Uh, what do you got? My my 
Robotech notes here says that go home joke was kind of cute, like the little banter between them. That uh, was like, the joke in in the uh, in the the tiny little battle at the end of the episode. Yeah, uh, I think Lisa Lisa says, "Oh, they should just go home," and then like Rick actually says, "Ah, oh, hey, go home, guys," and he's like, "Oh no, sorry, it didn't work." Cute little moment. Cute little moment. Yeah. Uh, one last note. One last note. Uh, I think this episode had, uh, I'm going to say, great animation. There was like some weird spots, like in, in between frames and maybe like weird still frames. Yeah. Max but, had a strange claw hand. Uh-huh. Yeah. Weird, weird hand. But like that last battle that I didn't like, it, it looked good. It looked real good. Uh, I feel like some of it was like, uh, you know, canned footage reused, but a lot of it was good. Yeah. Uh, there was some nice camera movements in earlier scenes. Like there was one in that, in that meeting, there's one with the cameras overhead and it's kind of like spinning. Then, you know, they're just kind of spinning a still frame, but it lo- it looks good. It adds a little bit of, uh, dyn- dynamism. What's the word? I don't know. Dynamiteism. That's it. Yes, dynamiteism. That's it. Uh, that's all. Like, like it's just something that I noticed this episode, which yeah, uh, Macross kind of rarely has. Yeah, good, good job, Macross. Uh, I, I lied. By the way, I thought of two more things. I'm sorry. Will you okay. will you allow me to say them after after lying? Uh, you may say one of these two. Things. I really want to say both. Please, <laughs> okay, say both. please. All right. Well, one one thing is just uh, something I, I alluded to in my summary. I forgot to say. Um, so the, the the big the the scene where uh, Rick Hunter is uh, like talking about if he's going to you know push for the acceptance of the defectors or not is really weird in Robotech because there's not a bit in it where he explicitly like comes out against it like he, he's like a little bit hesitant at first but like when it there's like hey what do you think he's like actually I think I should you know I think they um they should come aboard but then everyone acts like he had initially like fully declined it, um, oh. which is just not a thing that, that happened. This thing that happened in Macross, not in Robotech, the show in which they're, they're doing. Uh, so it's very confusing. So uh, I remember in, in that scene, in that scene you're talking about, they also cut uh, Hikaru kind of like flashing back to, to Misa telling him, hey, these Entrati don't only know uh, about war. Maybe we can teach him uh, a new way. Which Maybe she said some, something like that before, but like to him, it's a flashback. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, not that's like right after that flashback is where the scene picks up. In, yeah, in Robotech. but you're I, I, I'm right. here. I'm not like going weird. It, it just completely reads strange in Robotech, right? The scene doesn't make yeah. sense. Yeah, okay. yeah, for sure. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure. OK, uh, I watched this first in uh, I decided to watch Robotech first this time for some reason. Yeah. How was it? Um, how was it? It's it's a little weird because you're like because I, I, I watched that scene. I was like, this seems like a weird scene. Am I being weird? And then it, you know, watch it in, in Macross. It's like, ah, oh, I see, I see. Well, <laughs> like the, the very easy uh, elementary school math problem of how this got from A to B to fucked up very easily. Uh, just a strange, unforced error. Like you really did not need to create this problem for yourself. But um, and then and one last very silly thing. This is not a Robotech thing. This is both of them. So you know how like the parent, the Min May family is walking out of the restaurant, and mm-hmm. so like they're they're both walking out of the restaurant to go somewhere. And then Lisa and <laughs> Rick go up to them and they're like, Hey, we need to go to the, the hospital, but we, but there's no way we can leave. Like you, you already leave it. You're already going somewhere. What do you mean? Yeah. 
Um, I when, just why why do they out. need somebody in the restaurant? Yeah, it's destroyed. Yeah, I, I think they just wanted them to clean up. They're just trying to be be funny about it. It just gets some free labor out of them. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I um, think I think that the problem you had with that that inquiry scene was that I think I you know I think I think that they just had to cut for time, and they just chose to cut that part, and it was probably probably dubbed originally, uh, but they just cut it out. And like the the rest of the scene didn't quite make sense. Yeah, that that makes they, sense. They could have changed the dialogue, but they they so rarely changed that kind of dialogue here. Yeah, yeah, that's probably. I don't know. We'll we'll watch a, a documentary about it one day, maybe. Uh, I'm not gonna. You're you're on your own there. Um, I guess that the two things from this episode, not really about changes, we haven't talked about uh, like that that scene in general. Let's just ignore the Robotech one because it's dumb and, and the same anyway. But the the Macross version of that scene. Uh, what what'd you think about? What'd you think about kind of Rick? Uh, fuck, I, I just said Matt Cross and I said Rick. I'm sorry. This happens with this podcast. Uh, what'd you think about Hikaru like making that that choice to, um, you know, accept the the defectors there? Uh, I I think it's just because of of how uh, how charming the Blue Wing Gang is. <laughs> <laughs> that that you don't say a nice hello will really get you a lot of places in life. Yes. Uh, I I think that it's. It's it's Hikaru listening to Misa. He's I, I don't you know I don't think he's just like following the example of like the very first person that spoke, spoke to him. I think he he respects Misa's opinion. She said, "Hey, let's help these guys out." Uh, that makes sense to him, especially considering these guys are pretty t- chill dudes. Yeah, yeah, it works for me. It works. Yeah, I like. Yeah, I, I think I agree. I think it's it, you know for. Um, Hikaru's character, he's been drowning in a lot of melodrama about ladies, which can, can make him a little bit unlikable in, in, in some ways. I think this is a good bit to like get him back on board. Be like, when, when he's not doing soap opera stuff with, with the ladies, um, he is not like a military pilled asshole. He is like just a nice guy. Yeah. And even though he's like, he's been fighting them and like, but you know, he gets over it and like, let's listen a minute. You know, he thinks like, you know what, actually like fair enough. These guys have had, had a rough. And I shouldn't come between them, and I'm not going to let like all this this war stuff change my opinion of uh, people being able to be be free and happy. And that's yeah. Cool and these, these guys are super into Minmay. I'm super into Minmay. You know, they work. <laughs> they have a lot of common. We we can all get mad at that fucking dickhead Kaifun together. <laughs> um. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. One. Um. It's like yeah. What did you think of that kiss? Actually, when were you surprised uh, when you saw that? I was surprised, and I did not like it. <laughs> Like, look, man, when she's trying to push away from you, you know, yeah, you got a problem there, man. Yeah. I, we were talking a bit last episode about that, like, evil stare. Do you think this kind of recontextualizes that a little bit? Uh, what, was it... Was was it like a stare of jealousy? Uh, yeah. yeah. But, maybe but like, the, the different kind of jealousy than what we talked about last yeah. time. I mean, I put forward, like, ownership. And and maybe like that's like a lust too, you know, like like a mixture yeah. there, like a mixture of like lust and and jealousy and ownership, um, is like maybe what's supposed to be represented in that, in that stare there, um, and and probably not that what Robotech's thing was, which is stupid, but uh, yeah, um, Kaifun's little little weirdo freak, and good on Minmay for being like, no, that's gross, don't do that, stop, yeah, don't do it again. Uh, she was like, she was crying, she's she straight up crying. Yeah, she might have been. She was crying maybe a little bit before from from the stress, but yeah, it it seems like a bad situation. I I 
Wonder what's going to happen with them next. Yes. What will happen next? Um, oh, yeah, I guess the other big twist is just that I, I don't think either of us, I mean, I already knew, but you, you don't seem particularly surprised by the, the Zentradi's gene stuff, huh? No, not at all. Not okay. one bit. Yep. All right. I mean, yeah, it turns out like my, my clone stuff just make, makes you big or small. Um, even like little little Draculas are just human. Even Exodor, even a little freak Exodor is a human just like us. Gross. Are we going to see giant Minmay? That'd be cool. We're going to see giant Minmay. Walking down Macross City. And we're going to see Exodor dating Claudia. The two the two things. Wow. Wow. She's really stepping down there. <laughs> yeah. Big, big, big leap down. You know, when you're listening to Minmay's songs, you do a lot of questionable stuff. All right. But yeah, that, that's all I got. You got anything else is up? Uh, no, I think that's that's it. That's it. Yeah, good, good talk. Truly, not a lot. So similar this episode for for Robotech. Like, and, and they even mentioned the Masters. You know, did they? I don't remember. Oh yeah, yeah. In the yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, we talked about it. Uh, uh, that, next, that's yeah. all we get. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, next episode we're going to do twenty four. I'm not going to say the word cock in my summary. Be excited for it. I'm I'm looking forward to you failing. Uh, I hope I don't. But in uh, any case, uh, I guess guess as you mentioned, uh, something probably uh, we should know. So the you know uh, so the the second part of Robotech, not Robotech Two. So it it had you know the Southern Cross portion. Mm -hmm. The the subtitle of it is called Robotech the Masters. So maybe that's really what they're building up to there. Ah, like the transition from one series to the other. Yeah. So. That's probably what it, it, it's going to be exciting. Right. And I think I think like part three is like the Invid invasion or so. I think uh, that's I, I don't, I, you're just making up words as far as I'm <laughs> concerned. Yeah, fair enough. Well, uh, in any case, thanks so much for listening to us today. I hope you have a freaking great rest of your day. And Obama, you know, I thought about it. You're not welcome. If you if you send an email. Wow. Wow. Period, wow. Yeah. If you, if you send an email in the period I invited you, you're still good to go. But other than that, you're 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 kaput. I don't want your sarcastic clapping when you're near this podcast. Solidarity. Have a good one. Remember, I love you. You love me. Unless you're Obama. Remember, Robotech is hosted by me, Shane, and my good friend, Manny. The intro music is arranged by me, sampling the Macross opening, a Robotech commercial, and Lifelike by Alexi Action. The podcast art is arranged by Manny, with the logo in particular made by Glory Designs. Our ending music is a mashup of My Boyfriend is a Pilot and My Time to Be a Star, arranged by Joshua Collin.